0: hello world we're on it and back at it again today today's story is uh about people still trying to go to these countries to run away from things they have done you know what i mean um today's story is quite particular actually Because a few podcast episodes ago, I had talked about a notorious mafioso being found in Sicily. And turns out now, they happen to find another one in Indonesia. And I'll tell you guys what. (laughs) You guys that want to be criminals, like, in the internet age, it just seems like it's not going to end well for you. The same stuff that you could have gotten away with. Years ago, a decade ago, you know, you're not going to get away with it anymore. They can find you this technology. They can catch you. I just think it's kind of funny. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Dragon Horse podcast. You guys know who I am. Your lovely host, the Dragon Horse himself, Cameron Bivens. And let's go, shall we? This is brought to you guys by APnews.com and the title of this reads, Indonesian police to deport mafia fugitive back to Italy. What a lot of people have to understand is that despite a lot of countries not having an extradition treaty, when it comes to consulates in that country, when it comes to countries working together for the sake of keeping good ties, friendly ties for trade and whatnot, they will deport your ass. They will. A lot of people in recent years have tried to run to the likes of Vietnam, Thailand, and Indonesia thinking that they'll get away despite crimes they committed either in their home countries or in other countries. And i tell you what, it never seems to work out, at least in my opinion. You know nothing of the locals, the language, or the culture, but yet you want to run away from your crimes only for that same country to deport you back because you're obviously trying to stay there illegally, right? right so it's a lot like that man it's a lot like that anyway let's go ahead with this story shall we in Indonesia Indonesian police said Sunday they will escort back to Italy an Italian Australian fugitive who was arrested on Indonesia's tourist island of Bali after seven years on the run in connection with drug trafficking and organized crime and there it is like I said to my knowledge Italy And Indonesia do not have, these two countries, do not have some sort of treaty for extraditing people back and forth, sending them back and forth to stand trial for the crimes that they committed. However, I think that the way it's kind of going in the future is that a lot of these countries, they're just going to do it anyway for the sake of having friendly ties and trade, as I said before. So this happens to be one of those cases, in my opinion, right? Antonio Strangio, 32, appeared on Interpol's red notice list when he was stopped and detained in Bali on February 3rd after arriving from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Oh yeah, so this man was just basically on the run in Asia. He figured they wouldn't be able to catch him. Happens all the time. And uh, (laughs) they caught him. Like, they caught you, buddy. They caught you, bucko. Bali police spokesperson Satake Bayu Sentiato cited safety reasons in refusing to say when Strangio will be deported to Italy, where he's wanted on charges of trafficking 160 kilograms, 352 pounds, for those that don't know, of marijuana. Marijuana is a substance that's still illegal in many countries, you guys, so just take note of that, okay? Take note of that. Take note of it. The suspect was shown to Reporters at an airport news conference given by the police and was escorted to the departure hall on Sunday afternoon. Mmm. They definitely got him. So the suspect, Strangio, is allegedly connected to the Anjaneta Mafia, considered by Italian prosecutors to be the most important criminal organization in the Western world. There it is. So, I imagine this mafia... Um, Organization, I imagine this mafia organization is actually quite big in Italy. It's quite prolific. And Italy's willing to do quite a few things to get him back there, right? Uh, That's why Indonesia's sending him back. That's why they're even spending the time and resources to be bothered with this, right? To send him back is because Italy's like, listen, we'll do what we have to do. Let's make a deal. Let's get him back here because if we get him back here, and we really put the squeeze to him, you know, talk to him tough, maybe he will drop us some information on other members of the organization or other operations they are performing, right? That's always why they like to catch these guys. He may not even be the head honcho. I mean, he was a guy on the run. He may not even be the lead in this organization. In fact, chances are he's not. But they know that since he was on the run, he has some things that he knows how things were done when they were done crimes that weren't solved right uh names people addresses phone numbers suspects things of that nature so this is kind of a big deal this is kind of a big deal at least for uh, the country of italy to get him back and i like i said before i see this being the future where countries will work out deals Even though they may not necessarily always have the friendliest ties to each other, they will work out deals to be able to get people they need back, right? For the organization Androneta itself, there are special operations between European countries and all of its members are red notice subjects who must be held accountable for trials in their respective countries. That's what an official from the Indonesian National Police International Relations Division said to reporters, and there it is. So the international, you know, police relations division, they're working together with uh, European police, Interpol is uh, the word used oftentimes for these organizations that are trying to catch these international criminals. And he just said it right there. You know, the guy who's in charge of the international police relations was like, look, if we want to cut out some of this crime, we don't want to come to our country. We need to make sure that this dude goes back to Italy and we crack down on it because he's not going to change his ways. He's not interested in reforming. So we're going to send him back to Italy and let him stand trial for his crimes. He needs to, you know, I guess that's how they're going with it. And you know what? Kudos to them. I love to hear it and I can't wait till more countries follow suit, honestly. And I'll leave you guys with that. Thank you guys for tuning into another episode. This one was a bit more short and sweet as opposed to the usual 12, 13, even 15 minute format I've been doing lately. Honestly, usually these episodes are about five to ten minutes, but lately I've been having a lot to say, a lot to talk about, man. I'm really feeling this. Let's go, right? As always, stay safe, happy, and healthy, and I will catch you guys in the next episode of the Dragon Horse Podcast. I love y'all. Peace.